Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Long Box Podcast, presented by Plus Waco Comics and Rogue Media Network. Tonight's a special edition. We're doing all things Star Wars. Hey, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. We have a special panel of guests with us, uh, some local Waco experts on all things Star Wars. First, we have Carter from Bankston's. Yeah, experts in, in quote marks. We were like, yeah, experts. What's up, guys? They know more than me, so we'll that, that qualifies <laughs> them as experts. And then we have uh, Jenna Haas, local tattoo artist and notorious online gangster, I guess. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, um, negger of Star Wars fans. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we're going to edit that negger out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aggravator, aggro, yeah. And then Patrick Contreras, who has been a Star Wars fan since the day he set foot in a theater when he was 30 years old in 1978. <laughs> wow, thanks for that intro. What's up? Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we're here. Oh, and uh, those are three of our panelists. The other panelists who will also be fielding questions our very own Joseph Gonzalez. I just want you all to know, whoever's listening to this, that Danny picked me to be a panelist solely for the fact that he could pick on me. All right? Like, this is... That's that's every episode. What are you talking about? That's not new. Well, well let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. You always pick on the, the youngest person. I, yeah. Yeah. That's why Patrick is left alone. No one. Oh. <laughs> Zing. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, yeah, very tough. He does. He yeah, really does. <laughs> so here we go, guys. Mondo, do you have a, you have a Star Wars? You want to start it off? Yeah, uh, we can kind of just go. Everybody go around and just tell them, tell everyone how we got into Star Wars, or like what was your first introduction? Yeah, what was so your intro to Star Wars? Me, I was very late in the game. I grew up watching Star Trek. That was what I grew up watching. So Star Wars. Uh, lots of groans. Yeah, I know. Side. I know. We won't panels. go into that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of it was always playing, you know, on TV back in the day. There wasn't like subscription services where you could like watch whatever you wanted. You had to like wait whatever was on TV. And sometimes Star Wars would play. But, yeah, I was anytime Darth Vader was on the screen, I was like cooked. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to see what happens. And then after he left, I kind of was like, oh, I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to do. So I didn't really watch them until I was older. And the movies were like my only reference. I didn't read any of the books or comics or anything like that. So that was my first impression. For me, it was um, going to the movie theater whenever uh, the first episode one came out. That was the first real experience. Hey, whatever, man. That was the first experience I had with Star Wars. And Even was, more groans from the, from the panelists. Everyone is like, really? Episode one? Yeah. That was your first experience? Yeah, I was Oof. like six. Oof. I was six, and my dad took me, and it was a really cool like, It was a yeah. really cool father-son moment. I and bet then what's really cool after that, it was like uh, going out, because I was still I was young. you know. And then we, we would uh, go to Doc and Lottie's, and they had the- Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, throwing it back. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, they had the uh, the uh, the pod racer. Uh, what you call it? Pod game, racer game. Where you could gra- sit in it, grab it, and like really throw. It. Man, I was I was Anakin for for a bit. Anytime I got to go there. The worst character. Dude, you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's. I like. He, okay, Anakin's my favorite. We'll we'll get there because I, I grew up with him. You see, I, I I grew up with him. Okay. I was six when he was like eight in the movie. Whenever he was like eighteen in the movie, I was like sixteen in the in, in real life. You know. So yeah, Anakin's my favorite. I grew up with Star Wars. I literally grew up with it, and I didn't. And no, I didn't. You didn't. Okay, y'all got robbed because y'all got four, five, and six. And y'all, I don't know how long y'all spent looking for one, two, and three. Whenever four, five, and six came out, we will get into the discussion here <laughs> yeah. in a bit, folks. We will get into the. Discussion. This is just the introduction. Yeah. Okay. We're already on fire. Come on, guys. Four. There's three more. Where? There was six more. No, there was three, six, eight more after that. After episode four. After episode four. Into the microphone. When we saw four, there was no, there was no five yet listed. So we had to wait for five to come out. Then we had to wait for six, and then we waited forever for episode one. So you said that we only had to wait for three more, but we had to wait for eight of them to come out when when you saw four first. Man, that that that's y'all's fault, all right? <laughs> but. I was really curious because I, I'm beginning to question your dad's love if he showed you one first. If he if he were a real parent, he would have showed you the originals first, I, I th- and then taking you to see the dredge that was one, two, and three. <laughs> I gotta find out. I don't know. I because I think if it was like because uh, I I did not see four, five, and six before episode one. And so I think it might have been either my dad just, you know, oh, wow, episode one, Star Wars is starting again. Let me take my son to go watch it. Boom. I was a, I've was been a fan for the rest of my life. Mm, he did you a disservice. Hey, Next. <laughs> Carter. Carter, what got you into Star Wars? Well, it was similar to Joey, but not quite as pathetic. Huh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Keeping it real. I yeah. was six years old also. Okay. And. My dad took me to see, uh, it was called just Star Wars, Not a New Hope. Yeah, yeah, before I remember there, that. Remember? It was just Star before Wars. Before there was any episode one, two, three, four, whatever. So he took me to see Star Wars on the re-release in 1978. So nice. I thought, wow. I was, just, I was just hooked from there on. I get it. So when you say re-release, what does that mean? Like So so, they, so, so back then they didn't have, they didn't have know, videos. videos. You yeah. couldn't rent movies. So they were re-released oh, the movie. Okay. The movie come back out the next wow. summer. And they re-released it in 1979 also. And we Whoa. got to see the Empire Strikes Back trailer. Nice. That's crazy. So Man, was, that, that had to awesome. be an experience. That had yeah. to be like you sit there and you see the trailer for the next one coming yeah. unexpectedly. Yeah. I remember when movies used to do that. You couldn't see a trailer until you got to the theater. Like you didn't know what any what was oh, coming yeah, anytime, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it well was we had so to wait fun. so long. I mean, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was just, well, when George Lucas decided he wanted to do like a, uh, a serialized uh, show of the movies, you know, um, you know, he was so. Um, he was trying to. Imitate like the stuff from the 30s because he was a big Flash. Oh Gordon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers. He wanted to have like a, a serialized uh, version of the film, so he decided to do, you know, episode four, five, and six. It's kind of the same thing he did with uh, the Indiana Jones movies because it was, known as, you know, the first one was known as Raiders of the Lost Ark, but then he later changed it to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark on. Video. To make it a serialized thing, so that yeah, you could so um, you could a, follow a it thing, yeah. as an Indiana Jones tale, sort of. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, I, I swear it. to God, if yeah. this is going to be my first experience, <laughs> okay, Danny. Well, was Phantom Danny. Menace. Danny. <laughs> no, it's even better. Um, I thought Baby Yoda was really cute. And I came home and my wife was watching the Baby Yoda show. The Baby Yoda the show. The Baby Yoda the show. Baby you know Yoda what? Show. You know what? I'll allow it. Yeah. Yep. Baby Yoda <laughs> wins. Yeah. 
Screw Anakin. Well, okay, but I, she she watched it all growing up, and she always told me that she's like, well, I, I really want to show you it since you like Baby Yoda and the Baby Yoda show, so I want to show you the rest of it, but like you just have to promise not to make fun of it because it's really corny. And I was like, okay, I promise I'll be nice about it. So then we start out with Phantom Menace, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Uh. And then we watch all of the prequels, and I'm like, I love Anakin so much. Oh, wow. And, and then we, like, we watch the rest of it. And I love Luke, but Anakin is my favorite. I just – he just really speaks to my heart a lot as, I don't know, someone with violent thoughts. Wow. <laughs> you but were you were going good, and then wait, you just went off the so cliff. Wait, so the Mandalorian was your first introduction to yeah. Star? Wow, yeah, because yeah. like you really kind of like you deep dived into that. Yeah. Really have an appreciation yeah. for it, which is cool. I had nothing to do but watch Star Wars. So yeah, I watched Star Wars and did all the research I could, and wow, watched all of Clone Wars, all of Rebels. Um, I think I don't think there's any Star Wars show that's come out that I haven't watched. Wow. wow. Genity. Sorry. How do I say that? Are you talking about the 2003 Clone Wars? Yeah. Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. It's so cool. That one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Grievous was so badass. I love the Saw's Ventures in that one. The fight with him, uh, her, and Anakin in that one. Mm -hmm. Also, that one was like the childhood thing, too, for me. Yeah, right Anakin was that. really cool in there, and the way that they give him like the tattoos, and the way that they explain like his all of the gold that, that he gets like on his arm and everything. So it you was s- so cool. you hear that? You say we don't we're we're wrong for liking Anakin. We were geared to liking Anakin. Like he he was made to. No, your your face is not changing at all. Well, no, and then Anakin wasn't not. nostalgic for me. I didn't grow up with him. I watched him just two years ago, and yeah. I thought he was the coolest ever. But we're around the same age, yeah, also. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's our generation. We're just we grew up with too much emo music. Oh, <laughs> oh there we go. There it is. All right. The key we'll get it now. Yeah. Super in my feels, and I have a lightsaber. Yeah, I want to cry. Nice. Um, I remember when the mall was building the theater, and my first experience with Star Wars was when the mall opened that theater on the hill. Oh, the original mall? Saw, the yeah. Because yeah. I remember being, sitting there waiting in line to get into the movie to watch. Empire Strikes Back was the first movie that I watched, and it, it basically opened that theater, and I could look over over the hill and saw the, the new mall being built at that time. Yeah. So I watched it. Fell in love with it, thought it was great, and then uh, kind of got marketed with the uh, the toys and the, all the collector's items and started collecting all of that stuff and then couldn't wait to see the re-release of Star Wars uh, about a year or so after Empire and then the release of uh, Return of the Jedi after that too. So that's how I got involved. And I grew up with Star Wars. I think Carter and I grew up with Star, Star Wars because... I was probably seven or eight when I first saw Empire Strikes Back. So that is that is a good point because you guys like when they were trying to push it to be something. Yeah. Right. As opposed to it's already established. And Joey grew up liking Star Wars. So he liked, you know, like toys, like these certain things. But for you, I'm sure it was everywhere. It was was like a new experience. It wasn't. Well, finally sealed the deal for me it was in junior high, and uh, we had a whole class for a year on Star Wars and the impact of it as a religious item, too. It was a very interesting class. And so I grew up with comparing Star Wars with Catholicism and other religions around the world, too. Y'all did that in high school? We did that in junior high. In ju- junior high? Yes. That's sick. That's so cool. That's pretty cool. That's what finally sealed the deal. Here we have... A show that teaches you right and wrong, following along like scriptural references. Weird. It's pretty cool, but like at the same time, you say we grew up on Star Wars. It's that's such a, a, a we grew up on. It's a different side of the fence. Because what would happen if my generation didn't buy the toys that came out after Episode what, One? What would happen if I didn't buy the toys? Exactly. Yeah. You. Would, it's, 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 it's the same. It's not. You have had it's, it really. It really isn't. It's not. it's not. There's a difference between a kid collecting, you know, cutting yards for like five bucks or ten bucks to go buy one toy as a collector, who has a job, who has expendable income buying like the toys that are collectibles or that are you know the more expensive toys or whatever right like that feeds 
funds that. Yeah. Right. Just because you started with episode one doesn't mean you grew up with it. I'm not saying I. I, st- I, I st- no, I you grew. grew up you. Uh, this is what I'm saying. What, what I'm are you saying? saying is what are you we, saying? We mirrored. You. you Hold saw, on. He's you about s- to be wrong Tom again. Out, I'm, if, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You saw Star Wars under ten years old for the first time. Check mark. Check mark. Yes. Collected toys. Yes. Yes. Wanted to watch the next series. Yes, yes. We both grew up on Star Wars. It is, uh, it is that, wrong. That, no, hold on, it, hold on. Time stop, out. Let stop, me finish stop. this one sentence. That's, that's where you're wrong. You grew up on Star Wars. They grew up with Star Wars. That's the difference. Star Wars was already established. Like me, I love comics. I love DC. I love Marvel. I grew up. On DC yeah, you were and Marvel. In the grid. Okay, yeah, you were in the grid. I, I wasn't there in 1938 when the first Superman hit the stands. You know, so I didn't grow up with Superman, but I grew up on Superman because it was already established. Somebody before me came and bought those books, made them collect, made the stories last long enough for me to be able to enjoy them in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You should thank them. I hate them. But you should thank them because me personally, Star Wars should die. Thank you for letting me grow up with Star Wars. Danny was trying to cancel Star Wars back in the day. It was out outside with the bigot fans. I was, I was out front. <laughs> Star Wars blows. Like, Did you just not like it or was it because no, of I, a religious okay. thing? Here's what? my thing. I loved Star Wars as well. I loved it. Like. Lightsabers, laser swords, guns. You're fighting against a militaristic. I didn't even know the word fascism at the time. I just knew that those guys were not good. And this plucky little rebellion group is going to get it done. You know, there's this magical force out there that allows you to do incredible things, you know, that that doesn't naturally happen. And those movies were good up until... Lucas really wanted to cash in and created Ewoks. <laughs> You're telling me a whole planet of teddy bears. I, I feel you, Danny. I really, A really whole do. planet of teddy bears washed an entire fucking legion of stormtroopers? No. Um, no. No. I feel you because I feel this. I, I do have that same angst with Return of the Jedi. and But I kind of overlook it as being George Lucas trying to play to... But the then, adolescent yeah. people, the then, younger people. But then, and and I've I've told Joey this, uh, and Mondo in Private Messenger, and just in conversations in passing. We had to wait thirty years for another Star Wars movie, and when uh, the next Star Wars movie came out, it was centered around a child and Jar Jar Binks, who was a clown. This is what we really wanted yeah. to talk about, Jar Jar. I, he, We're going to get down to the so, bottom of so Jar Jar. Just seeing, just seeing all of that happen really just pulled me out of that whole universe. I can, I can see that. I understand that. And then because if, if, if I had, yeah, I can see Jar Jar Binks just pulling me out of the entire universe. Again, I overlooked it. I was like, okay. You'll, you'll take whatever you can get at this I'll, point. No, I wasn't <laughs> just taking anything I can get, but I understood. I mean, I understand that there's a little bit of trying to draw in a younger crowd right. to keep this thing going. I'm practical, you know. There are no, I get that. That's why they did them. I, I get that. That's why they so created I, those characters. I, I, I just kind of overlook it a and little bit. And to a point, it worked. You have uh, Jenna and you have Joey. You know, they they. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think the real big problem that I had with episode one was the whole immaculate conception part more than Jar Jar Binks, the immaculate conception, that was kind of hmm. The whole theory that he was just created out of the force. I mean, Metaclorians combined themselves just to make this life force in this woman. Do you like that part, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> do you like do you like the idea? Wait, do you like do you like the idea of that or do you like that it created Jar Jar? Wow. The first part of that the first part of that where you say you you're focused on Anakin, the the child and Jar Jar. I was focused on Anakin and Darth Maul. So, I mean, 
Darth Maul didn't even last long enough in the movie. Darth Maul should have been the overarching character, the overarching threat, up until the beginning of uh, Revenge of the Sith or whatever it is. But Darth Maul played probably the most important part in that movie. He played the most important part of that movie. Getting cut in half? Yes. No, 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 not to be cut in half, but he, he has the most significant point in Star Wars history, if he doesn't show up for that movie and does what he does, we wouldn't have had anything after that. I just want to say also, um, I think one of the things that really drew me to Star Wars that was that the creator of Star Wars was fucking hardcore with Star Wars fans before <laughs> before I did anything. Like he was already aggravating all of the Star Wars fans and just messing with them. And he's like, "You're gonna watch this, won't you?" You little nerd. You're going to watch oh, yeah. Jar Jar. Yeah. You're going to watch yeah. me make this, yeah, this he did. planet full of teddy bears, and you're going to eat that up, won't you? And yeah. I just love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did do it. Look at Star Wars fans. I mean, they, they're the only like fan group that I know that you talk to someone, and you're like, they're, wow, this person really loves Star Wars, and they're cool. Or they're like, I hope that actor that played Jar Jar dies, and... I they're so the, like they're so like either it's misguided passion, right? You know, in their head, and that's that's another point that I have against against Star Wars is that the people who did grow up with it from the seventies up until the nineties when they re, uh, released the new movies, there was that huge hole. Like, yeah, you could read the books, mm-hmm. you know, you could go, but once Disney bought them, those books don't count anymore. You got to read them, but there was nothing filling that void when they came back to theaters from 84 was Return of the Jedi? 83. Yeah, 81, 83, Empire, Return of the Jedi. And then all the way, what, 98, 99? Well, they re-released Star Wars between... Oh, and those were trash because Lucas wanted to add CGI to them. And then uh, he screwed up Han Solo. Han Solo was a badass. He shot that d- first. Yeah. He shoot first. Han shot first. And now he's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I'm only going to shoot if I'm threatened. No, make that dude a badass like he was before. Yeah. Man, and yeah. that was it's, that was one character that I like because I grew up on Westerns. I loved Westerns. And to me, that's what he kind of was. Just like, yeah. Oh, like, ready to, let's let's go outside. In, in my eyes, he's always going to be the one who shot first. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's who Han Solo was. There's there's no reason to be politically correct. No. So, so so Danny, you said that the books were the only thing that filled that that timeline gap. Were the books doing like just retelling the the movie stories, or were no. they diving deeper? No, the into books the there's, books were expanding that universe. That yeah. came out in the eighties, and then in the nineties they came out with the uh, Timothy Zahn uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. And the Jade and. Uh, Yeah, the, the Thrawn trilogy. Mm-hmm. Well, what's cool about it is that in Rebels, Thrawn was one of the overarching villains for that. And the, he, w- he wasn't the same. No. Yeah. That's what Joey loves about him. <laughs> oh, man, I can't get enough of this one. Oh, oh yes, give me that PG This villain. Yeah. But uh, in... Uh, <laughs> Totally. Yes. Totally. Like, like Wolverine Claw's lightsaber. But but like reverse, where he has a handle, and then the lightsaber comes out, and then there's a gun at the end of it. <laughs> and he's able to pull a trigger, and the gun shoots. Like <laughs> no. no. No, 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 Yeah, yeah. Like a periscope. In the book, in the comics, uh, Jocasta knew she has a sniper rifle that she uses her, she has her uh, lightsaber, and she uses it. Like she puts her lightsaber in the sniper, and she uses that as the gun. That's tight. But that's, well, yeah, anyway. Mm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were saying that the Dark Horse had comics that came out. Oh, the Dark Horse comics. Yeah, the Dark Empire series. Yeah. Yeah, and then they. <laughs> right. I remember those. I remember those. They had, like, the twins and everything going forward. Luke was bad and stuff. Yeah, but they had the clone of the Emperor and stuff. Tiny hand. He had a tiny hand. They took his hand that, that he cut off and they made a clone out of him. 
Wow. Oh, so they find the hand. So they were like reverse grew him a tiny yeah. body out of his hand. Uh-huh. You look at his That's hand wild. It's holding an adult man hand with a little fetal loop. Nice. Oh my gosh. That's not what it looked like, but that's how I imagine it should be. No, that, that's how I'm imagining it now, too. Wow. It's like reverse Deadpool. <laughs> so you know what happens with starfish? Like you cut a starfish in half and another starfish will grow? Sure. Yeah. You know how long it's been since I've been in science class? Well, yeah, but like, which one is the real Luke at that point? We'll get there. That's that's a different thing. Um, <laughs> Will we? But no. But Will we? Well, what I'm saying with um, uh, in uh, the Mandalorian, we got to see it or hear the mention of Ahsoka uh, on the hunt for Admiral Thrawn. Yes. And so that kind of kind of it canonizes what happens in Rebels. Maybe I'm pretty sure. Rebels already canonized Thrawn. He, she just kind of references back again to keep the story moving. So with that one, with him coming into the books, like in live action. Sorry, with him coming in live action, do you think that uh, with him being away from a uh, cartoon series, do you think that whenever we see him in the Ahsoka series, if we see him in there, do you think that he'd be closer to the books, or what do you think is going to be happening with that? I, I would hope that he's closer to the books yeah. because, you know, what makes me upset is he had seven, eight, and nine come out. And totally disregard all of the content Everything. that they had in the books. You could have stopped at seven, eight, and nine come out. <laughs> what makes me upset is seven, eight, and nine come out, seven, and then eight, boom. Yeah, well, seven come. Well, full stop. Well, anyway, yeah, so they have all this content that they could fill for those three episodes from these books, and they don't even use it. They just kind of dis- discard it. Now they're now they're doing a complete U-turn and bringing back Thrawn in there. But he's still not quite with. Maybe he will be closer to the books when they when these things come out. I would hope so too, because I just feel like everything about Rebels took so many elements from Star Wars and just like sanitized it, so that way it would be it would work for a child audience. But then they still kept in random elements that were really dark, like the fight with Ahsoka and Vader, and then the death of Maul. Like, these things are just too dark to put in a kid's show, but then the whole rest of it plays out like it should be on, like, Disney kids, you know? Like, it's so dumb. And then you got Thrawn, who's supposed to be this badass, and then he just gets outsmarted by this dumb little kid the entire show. And it's so frustrating to watch. Like, sorry, I just don't like Rebels. But um, Joey loves it. It sounds like you hate Ezra. I do hate Ezra. Rebels Did I not was make right. that obvious? See, I, I told you. <laughs> Joey loves it. He's all about it. Like, yeah, outsmart him again. <laughs> Hide in that box. It's clearly it's labeled so not in here. There's no, there's no way Ezra should outsmart Thrawn. Thrawn is supposed to be a brilliant strategist, and then Ezra, who's dumb, just happens to outsmart him at every turn. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Look, you didn't grow up with Ezra like Joey did, okay? So I guess not. I was like but 20 whenever he came out. <laughs> I'm I hoping that since they're already doing some darker content, like the Obi-Wan show, they made Vader such a badass. I'm really hoping that whenever they do the Ahsoka show that it's going to have uh, Thrawn and they're going to like live up to the full potential of like how cool he's supposed to be. Do you think that's like a, a, a strategy with them to introduce a really cool character with like this backstory that's really like oh they're awesome and then they just get wiped like because there's like darth maul there's like mace in the movies at least mm-hmm. mace windu so he's not so are they pl- well I was there's nothing confirmed but samuel jackson kind of hinted that he's coming back yeah yeah so you'd have to be a really you'd have to be a really like hardcore fan to be like oh i know this is like gonna lead to something else I don't even think that it was at, well, like the in for Maul they they bring him in, kill him, and then bring him back, and then show how cool he is. But with Thrawn, it's like they brought him, showed how lame he was, and then they're like, okay, don't worry, we'll 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 take care of it in live action. We'll make him cool. But for the kids' show, we had to make him stupid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was really annoying to me. <laughs> did he have Did he have an army of putties too? Right. I think they they should have like, raised the stakes and made it seem like he could have beat Ezra, but they just never did. They're, you just never doubt that Ezra's going to beat him because Ezra, Ezra beats every single fight he's in, despite the fact that he has like barely any training. How does that work? How does that? Because it's a kids show, it for and Ray. they're like Star Wars canon, Star Wars logic. It doesn't matter. The the good little boy has to win every single fight. There he's we go. Than all of the there adults, it is. Don't you know? Mm, love that. It not doesn't, those little, it doesn't not matter. Not those little kids that Anakin chopped down. Yeah. 
That's why I like it, the prequels. It doesn't the matter because Anakin's <laughs> gonna oh, win no. no matter what. <laughs> Super dark. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one the one kid who comes up to him like, hey, like, he's the first one to get it. You know <laughs> he's he is. A Skywalker. There's yeah. too many of them. What's he going to do? <laughs> Die. Die. <laughs> Sacrifice had to be made. Sorry, guys. Have y'all uh, seen Obi Wan? I have, yeah. Have, have y'all seen Ravis' character? She is so cool. You I think I love Reva. I think she's a great, uh, a great type of character to add to the story. I'll play devil's advocate with that one because oh, uh, I like the character of Reva's, but I think that they could have done a little bit more with her to really kind of bring her out i think she just i think she was kind of a a symbol an add-in but they didn't develop her quite as well as they should have mm. uh she would have been a great i mean the movie on its own if you take her out of it really would have still flowed or, or not the movie but the series would have still flowed without her in it but if you could have developed her a little bit more there was just so much more you could have done with her but then again a lot i mean this is hindsight I'm I'm thinking hindsight, and I can you can always make better you can always make things better in hindsight. But yes, I mean she was a good character. I just don't think that she was developed as much as she she could have been developed and come. She could have been a great character. She just they just didn't do it. They didn't do it justice. Yeah, I think kind of as a whole, Obi Wan. I was expecting more from the show than I got. And Same. so overall, I had kind of a feeling of disappointment, and I don't rest that on Riva. I think that she yeah could have been written better. The whole show could have been written better. But I think that the perspective of her character was such an interesting take to add to the story. And I thought that it was almost like a necessary kind of perspective to add with everything that's happened, uh, especially with the world being in the kind of place it is with you know violence and, and stuff like that. I thought that she added a really, really interesting perspective. And I liked the fact that they, they added her and put her in. What basically she did was she kind of foreshadowed the uh, the return of Darth Vader back to the, the the light side. So you have a character that's supposedly on the dark side, and she comes back to the dark. That's where they could have developed it a little bit more. They could have showed her being more on the dark side and then really fighting that urge to stay on the dark side and come back to the light side. So she, for me, was a foreshadow of what happened to Darth Vader in 4, 5, and 6. They just didn't develop that 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 meant that that plot line or whatever you want to call it. Okay, like for me, it was she was a cool character. the The backstory is really cool. Like having a youngling that survived and carried the hatred towards Anakin, that knew the secret, that was really cool. But every she sounds awesome. It, she, she is. But for hatred for Anakin, I'm right there. Oh God! Shut up. That's not why she's cool. <laughs> But there were there's one scene in particular that like made me really just like stop and just like this is silly. I mean, I get we're watching it's, it's you know it's, it's fantasy, but there's sometimes whenever the performance of the actor can really like, take me out of the fantasy. And there was one whenever she was close enough to like either like, try to pull something or like even throw the saber. She was close enough to interfere, and she's screaming with her fist in the air at the ship as it gets away. I'm like, what is this? That's like every episode of Obi-Wan has something really <laughs> goofy like that. The, like, the hiding in the coat. Yeah, the hiding in the coat, the, the chase coat. scene. Long and then coat. like whenever uh, whenever Obi-Wan's at the gate and he's like, how do I get through the gate? When he could have just like walked <laughs> around it. Like every single episode had something really goofy. So I just like attribute it to that. Like that's, that's her goof. Everyone does a goof, and that's hers. I'm being really nitpicky whenever I pick apart her character, but like I, one of the things that uh, Patrick had said that you know it, it alludes to Vader's foreshadow. We know what happens, and I, I feel like we didn't really need a character to explore that foreshadow from. I feel like if they were to spend, you know, obviously, you know, we're in the future, we could talk about how it could have been written better. But good luck, man. Um, but uh, you got it. Uh, but uh, whenever we uh, we talk about how you know you could have had this character explore the the pull from the dark side, you know that cause to me it happened so quick. Obi Wan the, the series felt so quick, and it felt like whenever we had Reva's character and Reva's journey, it wasn't explored enough, and that left what we had almost feeling like a, 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 
not not a waste of time, but like a, the side story I don't really want to get to right now because I really want to focus on Obi Wan. Yeah, kind of like lost potential. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I just think I just think that having someone that had such a a personal experience with Vader's early transition was that's the thing that I like the most about it was that it's so easy to s- yeah it's so easy to see vader being evil when he blows up alderaan and it's like yeah it sucks like leia's story is tragic but it still barely even like goes into what leia experienced in the original trilogy it really glosses it over to focus on luke's story but to have someone that was there and you actually get to see the face of the victim of vader's cruelty and see the the struggle that they go through and like the survivor's guilt and everything that they feel like that's why I love it so much because it it really makes it real how evil he is to see someone's face when they go through what he's done to them like that's why I think she's really cool and that's, that's why I think she's a good addition to the story it's a really good way that you put it I didn't really th- think of it that way especially whenever you think of scenes in Obi-Wan like where he's pulling the family Mm-hmm. Uh, where Vader's pulling the family and, you know, you're forcing to see the victims from that point of view. Uh, it's a really cool way to look at it. Or she could just be gaslighting the rest of the Star Wars fandom because a lot of people are offended by her. I always mess with the Star Wars fandom. <laughs> what's, your, what's your point? What's yeah. New? Yeah. What's new? <laughs> Carter, do you have any thoughts on the Reva main? I don't know. I, th- I think they could have focused more on the Grand Inquisitor, m- more the you know, more of those characters because they just kind of had a little bit parts here and there. Yeah, and it's mostly on Reva that we didn't know nothing about. You know, we saw the Inquisitors in the um, Clone War series and stuff. So I was I was kind of hoping to see more. Well, and I think that uh, goes back to Mondo's point earlier. Uh, they introduce all these badass characters, and then they like get washed. They get pushed to the side real fast, and don't right. they're like the, the. I will admit, because they can't. I saw the seven, Skywalkers. eight, nine, and I I did enjoy the Knights of Ren, but I wanted to see more of them. I wanted to see more. Right. They just like flashed them on screen, and then they were done. They're coming back in the comics a little bit, but Barely. just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And nothing. Oh. Yeah. So. I feel like there's seven, eight, nine. They, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. They were like playing it like by movie, movie. <laughs> yeah, it was b- by movie, by movie, by director, by director. And I think, you know, Ryan Johnson just totally derailed, derailed the, the narrative with that storyline. Here we go. Yeah. I <laughs> liked eight because to oh me. Oh, my gosh. Are we gonna have to fight? Wait, which one is eight? Are we gonna say the Last Jedi? Last Jedi. The okay. Last Jedi, right? Okay. Last Last Jedi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Last so Jedi. The last straw. The Dude. last straw. <laughs> Carter said. <laughs> wow. Carter's gonna catch me in the parking lot, guys. <laughs> um, no, because to me, it wiped the table clean and allowed for a bunch of new stories to come out and emerge from the Star Wars universe. Like now, you could tell all the expanded stories that were told in the books before that was that seemed like a clear like he just kicked the door he got rid of luke which is the main problem with star wars is that it's focused on the skywalkers i get that new hope empire and jedi all have to be skywalker but it's 40 years later luke is not in fighting shape i think what what they what they could have done is not to have any of the original you know luke Leia, Han, yes. in in the sequel trilogy, that would have caused a lot less, you know, yeah. abrasiveness between fans and stuff. Because I mean, I think it would have been better if, if they had had all three of you know, Luke, Leia, and Han meet up at some point. I mean, Leia met, met Han again, but yeah, but they never met Luke, you know. Uh, you know less but but to me, eight offered so much potential. There was the rebirth of Jedis in the universe. There was the wiping out of the Skywalker clan, period, because we still didn't know that Rey was going to take on the name. So that was a good thing. There was the possibility of, wait, did they, just, did they talk about her parentage at, in that one yet? No. no. It was no. the next one. So that was still up in the air. You didn't know. She could have come from a planet of Jedis that had been undiscovered at this point. 
But to me, it really reset, like it hit the reset hard in Star Wars, and I was here for it. And then the next one, with a thud, with a thud. <laughs> but then the next one was nothing but fan service, and that to me, like, really put the death nail. We're just trying to course correct what Ryan Johnson did, and. Well, apparently I mean, not because Ryan Johnson still has his trilogy coming out. Yeah. I mean, they, he totally characterized Luke the wrong way and made him a coward. You didn't? I mean, he. Was I didn't. I didn't see him as a coward. I saw him as tired. I mean, you could look at Mark Hamill today and see he's tired. Well, yeah, he's sixty-something years old. Yeah, <laughs> like. I'm not in fighting shape anymore, guys. Somebody else has to carry this torch. And what was with the, the, the chase through space? I mean, that was just. That was dumb. That was so long. And that was long. dumb. That was almost as dumb as the entire political arc in the first three. Where they couldn't jump through hyperspace. And no, that was Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. They were on that ship, and it was like, oh, we'll just drive slow. And then the 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 First Order was like, they're driving really slow. Should we catch them? No. We'll just we'll just drive. We'll follow. <laughs> it was like the OJ chase all over in space. Yeah. Exactly. This is the worst. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. No, I think they're doing 40 on the L.A. freeway. The only redeeming factor of that movie was the lightsaber duel in the throne room. That's the only thing I. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the only thing I really, really enjoyed about that movie. Here we go. I, I like playing devil's advocate. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> argue with, with, with Luke Skywalker being a coward on that one because, I think what was kind of funny and I and and I and I see Danny's point on it too. It did, it did set a hard reset, and I can understand that. Trying to gain a new audience. You set that reset so you can gain a new audience, but I think they did it the wrong way. They could have done it a different way. Uh, and they, again, they had a whole bunch of content from the books that they could have used that would have definitely gathered more audience or younger audiences too. But anyway, uh, I was going to argue about the the Skywalker thing. I, I, a lot of the uh, the hatred for that movie that came out from Star Wars fandom was that they were expecting this grand exit by he was going to have a, a, a great Jedi death, Luke Skywalker was. It was inevitable that he was going to die. It's inevitable. He's, he's, he's getting old. He's going to die. He can't run outrun anybody all the time. So everybody thought that he was going to have this great exit, and all he does is use a Force ghost to keep away the enemy from the thing. To me, that was, that was cool. awesome. That, yeah. To me, that was awesome, that, too. Yeah. And that shows to me... That he was the strongest Jedi. At that. Yeah. At that point, he had yeah. gained full strength. I mean, why show up in person and exactly. use a lightsaber? Exactly. I can mentally project from Where, far Where's away. my lightsaber there, with a gun on the end? There is <laughs> no way. There is no way that Luke Skywalker, for any reason, would ignite a lightsaber against one of his own family members while they're asleep in bed. For any vision that he had, there is no reason Luke Skywalker would do that. They, they, okay, they that's his, part that I don't agree with either. The, his, the, his that's whole, true. He was You're a coward. Right. He was a coward. That, that doesn't that show any cowardly. That just, that's just the bad writing right there. He's just scared of a bad dream. I'm gonna. He's, he's got Anakin in him. He's gonna kill a kid again. He's more like Padme. Like he, uh, like Luke. Luke's character is more like Padme. Like as far as his personality, like being more. I don't know, like being not as psycho as Anakin. That's what I mean by he's more like Padme. And Padme wouldn't do that, so Luke shouldn't do that. <laughs> Leia, maybe. She's more like Leia. Leia. <laughs> yeah, I just. I think that. I think. I think Obi Wan points that out in the in the Obi Wan of Luke is more like this, and 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 he's more like Padme. And Leia is more like Anakin. I think that's I think yeah. that's in the movie. I think that's in Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I think that's it. That anyway, Men do this, women do that. Okay. 
<laughs> I think he actually points it out. You rem- he tells he tells Leia that you remind me of Anakin or or something like that. Yeah, he said he tells her that she reminds him of like different parts of the parents, but I think it's insinuated that she more strongly resembles Anakin. Mm. Well, Luke does kind of uh, whine like Anakin, I mean, or vice versa, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no you one's gonna. That about no one's gonna argue that. I think going that's to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. You know. I think that's what like ruined, like, really set me off because I, I, re- like, when I first saw Darth Vader, like, I instantly fell in love with him when he, you know, he comes in the hall and like starts just murking the the people on the ship and like, and then I had to see. Anakin cry about everything, like so emotional. I'm like, dude, you're in a good place right now. You have a mentor figure. You're getting to throw lightsabers around, and you're just like, I want to be more. I want to like. So why am I not the master? Why am right, I right? Like, what do you mean he's got a good? His mom was still a slave on a planet. He would be pissed off about that, wouldn't you? Like, you're you're surrounded by these 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 peacekeepers. But he's already but he's already been at that point because he was he was a slave too. And he got pulled out of that life. Yeah, but his mom's still there. I think, like, what what I like so much about the fact that Luke and Anakin are both, like, kind of whiny is it makes it, like, if they just were cool and contained everything all the time, then their accomplishments wouldn't mean as much. But the fact that they do have to fight against their emotions and the fact that Luke is kind of a baby sometimes, but he still puts in the work makes his accomplishments mean that much more. And Anakin is kind of a crybaby, but sometimes you just feel like that. And like not everyone deals with their issues the same way, and it's part of his character that he sometimes lets his emotions get the better of him. Some people are just like that, and Anakin is just one of those people. And if he wasn't like that, it wouldn't be as convincing whenever he does turn into Vader. Like He needs to have that really angry, emotional part of him to make sense why he would choose the path he did and turn into Vader. Like, he's not going to be as much of a likable person. Otherwise, it wouldn't make as much sense for him to be such a good villain. Could you imagine uh, John Travolta as Luke Skywalker? In Greece? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny Zuko is as Luke Skywalker. No, <coughs> no, because she was saying, like, if Luke were just this cool guy, in my mind, I automatically went to Danny gotcha. Zuko. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, hey. Like, if he was Han, it, yeah. Wouldn't have, yeah. it wouldn't have meant as much. No. Like, Han is a better side character to Luke's story. Right. So, uh, Han is a rogue. Yeah. Yeah, whereas uh, Luke is supposed to be the hero. Yeah, he's the hero who has to get there through right. his own, not only the struggles on the, on the, what he's dealing with on, his out, on the outside, but the struggles that he deals with inside, struggling his own uh, urges and uh, own, like, initial thoughts and feelings. He has to fight with himself and with the world outside. Yeah, I think uh, this sounds very close to my junior high religion class. <laughs> Star Wars is my religion. But with all that being said, with that folding into episode nine, where did episode nine uh, lose it in as far as characters that didn't have the same like uh, the same uh, you know grit and gravity and gravity towards them? Fan service, you think? Definitely. I think because everyone. I don't understand. I don't so. The question is, uh, damn, what is the question? Yeah, uh, yeah. Hang on, you lost me. I lost myself. Uh, so with uh, seven, sorry, with uh, one, two, and three, and four, five, and six, you know, we have the Skywalkers. We have Luke Skywalker. We have Anakin Skywalker. Uh, they go through their journeys. Uh, but with episode seven, we're introduced to Ray. We're introduced to Finn. Uh, we're introduced to Poe. Uh, why don't those characters gravitate? Why, why aren't we gravitated to those characters the same way that we're gravitated towards uh, Anakin and Luke. I think part of it, well, like with my experience watching them, uh, was I feel like the stories between all of the characters were so isolated from each other. You never had enough time to really feel a genuine connection between. The they rest never, of them. they never really interacted yeah. with each other. You saw one or two on yeah. screen, but not all three together. Off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like with with the each of the trilogies has their main set of characters. Like you've got Han, Luke, and Leia, and then you've got. Obi-Wan, Anakin, and then you've also got Padme and Ahsoka, but all of their stories are happening right alongside each other, even if they've got their own personal journeys they're going through, but it seemed like with the sequels, they just throw in all these characters, they're kind of together in the first movie, and then they just kind of separate, and then you just stop caring about any of them, because then you're like, wait, 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 where are we? The story just changes 
place and then it's like a whole other story is going on like all of these stories are happening all at the same time but they're not connected well enough for you to really yeah. gain an attachment to any right. of them like when they introduced Poe I was like oh wow this guy you know ace pilot is going to be yeah. super badass and then He's like, oh, I'm just going to stand here on top of this destroyer to start this. You guys see me, right? You guys see me? Oh, come on, man. Do something. Do something. And then Finn it was hinted at as being a Jedi. And they, that, I'm going to give that one to the fans. Yeah. They really hated that guy. And I, I think I know why. I'm just going to, you know, hint at it. Uh, but they come, the writers really played into the fans and let them dictate. Finn's future. It was terrible. He, he got totally tossed to the side. The only person who even got a chance at kind of kind of character building was Ray, and no one wanted that. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I didn't think she should have taken the name Skywalker or anything. I think they could have again explored her family lineage. She shouldn't have been uh, whatever the Palpatine, a clone or a offspring, whatever. But all that wasn't even that 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 even that whole entire storyline. That just like just like she said, it just, it it didn't bring you into those stories. It they jumped around everywhere trying. But they to but they could have. But they they could, they could have. have developed it further if they if uh, Ray instead of going to train because uh, like she goes to train with Luke by herself instead of that if she were really interested in her in her lineage, she could have gone with Poe and Finn. They could have explored that on the way. Finn is. Like testing his limits as a as a young Jedi, and Ray is like there instead of her having the connection with her cousin, which was weird because they totally wanted to fuck. What? Yeah, they, were, they weren't with cousins. Uh, Kylo Ren. They weren't cousins. <laughs> well, they weren't related. They were. Were, yeah, Palpatine is technically, in a way, Anakin's dad. Yeah, it was not even then. It was. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't him. It was Plagueis. Well, you know, it's all very confusing. Yeah, it's all. Anyways, Sit daddy. Anyways, <laughs> they wanted to fuck. Sit so daddy. whatever. <laughs> there was there was that tension, Alabama. and instead of. <laughs> in I come from Sith, Alabama. <laughs> nice. Instead of having her back and forth with uh with Adam Driver's character have that back and forth with Finn where they're both exploring their Jedi powers that's going to bring you into the story you have all three on this journey Be together because look I, that's a good point because look, th what Danny just said is how those two were being focused on trying to figure it out that led to all the fans like are they are they related are look, they and that focused it back on the Skywalker lineage instead of yeah like Danny said, exploring, wow, maybe we can explore, you know, more about the lightsabers or more about just the Jedi in general. And I think that's where the fans kind of, you know, we we kind of grew up knowing that all nine. Well, it's my I'm, I'm not going to say that this was fact. I grew up understanding that all nine episodes were about the Skywalker family, that that was the so-called plan that er, that kind of came out. Is that all nine episodes are gonna? It was gonna be about Anakin, Luke, and then these sons of Han Solo and uh, uh, Princess Leia, and that that was gonna be the the seven, eight, and nine. That was supposed to be the that seven, that was yeah. the that was the thought. And when we didn't get that, we you we, revolted. We we didn't revolt. We yeah. just it, it, angry. It, nothing Shake else. Just like nothing why? else makes sense of what was going there on. Right. That's a and good I way think. To put it. I think the producers and the director of what they were, the writers, they didn't have a clue what was going on. They just put one movie out and were like, okay, we got to put another one out, but we have no clue what we're doing. So we're going to do this. Oh, wait a minute. We got to tie this back to one through six. So let's make her the Palpatine's daughter because we want to rebel against what fans want, which is supposed <laughs> to be a Skywalker movie. So I agree. You could, you could have had that development of character. Yeah. But I don't think seven, eight, and nine were the place for it. I think that could have been another set of movies somewhere else. I think if you're making seven, eight, and nine in the nineties, after like immediately after the prequels, you've got a better argument for continuing the Skywalker story. But since you're doing them in the two thousand and tens, move on. Just move on. Kill the Skywalkers and move on. Start start building from. No, you, you got your wish. Yeah. I did. I mean, didn't technically, I? technically. I did. 
Yeah. The mm. second that they make mm, it's delicious. Ben, the second that they make Ben like redeem, they make him cool, and you like, oh my god, we get the we get the Anakin's grandson. He look at him. Look. Did you just see the way he was wielding the lightsaber whenever he got the thing? Like whenever he finally got the lightsaber and they were finally in the, uh, the fight. Like he he get, like they teleported the lightsaber to each other. That was tight. And then he actually got in the fight, and then he dies. Everything, every every bit of potential for for continuing the Skywalker saga was cut down right there. Good. 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 It was not good. Good. We don't need any more Skywalkers. Skywalkers are the are the main problem for for the Empire and the First Order continuing on. If not for Anakin, the Empire wouldn't have grown to where they are and then continued on as the First Order. Dan, yeah. is your, are your problem with the Skywalkers the fact that, because this is the other issue that you brought up too, is that it, it set a reset and you could open up all these other Jedi. There was never any any thought in that in that universe that there were no other u- Jedis. That there's, just because just because we had to reset and kill the Skywalkers off and then show, like in episode eight, that there could be other Jedis with the, the broom, the kid moving the broom, the kid moving the broom yeah, at the end. Cool. Yeah, breaking. Oh, there's other Jedi. He's like, but that was never breaking the with thought. the, like, yeah, there, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I never had the feeling that the Skywalkers were the only Jedis in this universe. But that's the only ones the movies focused on. I know, but that, that's, and that's, that's, where, that's why they needed to, to be what. I'm not saying uh, kill them, but I'm saying move the stories off from that focus. I think those are other movies besides the one through nine episodes. I like, still like Solo. Oof. I, I like Solo. I like Solo. Solo was pretty cool. Lando. Lando Lan- yeah. Yeah. Lando makes Solo. Yeah, that's the reason why I watched it. It's supposed to see Lando. Rogue One was amazing. Oh. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One was One pretty was, good. It's probably the next it's, best it movie. Was Donald Glover. In the Star Wars. Trash. Yeah, the the solo movie. I don't know why everybody's dissing it, but it's because they recast great. Han Solo. That's why. Because they what? Did you really want them to make old Harrison Ford? No, 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 no. I was I was with it. He has that cool earring. I mean, that's cool. It could have been. I, I never liked Han Solo, which is probably why I like Solo, because I didn't like him to begin with. So I thought that the way that they made his character was better for me, and then I just like Lando. So. That's why I like it. Well, see, what's really cool and kind of tragic about Star Wars is like right now, like with the Solo movie, they, uh, you know, they they hinted at uh, uh, Darth Maul during his run uh, running the Crimson Empire. And the sad thing about it is we already know and we have already seen how that ends. So even if they make a series about that really cool moment of Darth Maul's life of him as as a crime lord, it kind of it's it's it doesn't really go anywhere. You know, it doesn't really move the story forward. It doesn't really. Give us more Star Wars. Another know? example of a badass character doing nothing. No, well, he does. A, I mean, he is. He, of, he's, 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 he does he's a little. He does hey, a little. Darth Maul was the <laughs> most he, important like, character in episode one. Get that one. guy. He's like one of the most important characters in Star Wars. Yeah. Like he's just the. If you don't watch Clone Wars and Rebels, you're missing so much because it shows how Maul is basically like Anakin before Anakin. The way that he sets up everything for Anakin, and it's just so cool because he knows everything that's going on. But no but one you know, you know that they did that because they killed him off, thinking that pe- people were just gonna be like, "Oh, they just killed him." Yeah. But people were like, "Why did you kill this badass yeah, character?" Yeah. So they had to rewrite him. They had to rewrite him. People bring back characters that they die, but why not Maul just was the keep him exception. and make him a focal point yeah. of the whole universe? Like he's the yeah. new bad guy. Yeah, I, I love him so much. He's like, such a good character. From my point of view, they should have been, and they kind of hinted at this in Rebels, but they should have had it to where Darth Maul was uh, trying to become a rival to Palpatine, like a rival Sith Lord to take over his... There was a moment in in the Clone Wars where Palpatine comes in and just beats the living tar out of Maul. And that's, that pretty much ends that right there. Uh, Darth Maul just kind of puts his tail between the legs and runs away off of that. And dar- and then you know, Palpatine just walks away and says, "Yeah, but he was trained like a guard. He was trained like a like a pit bull, like a like a fighting dog. So of course, like if you, you know, if you have a, you have a you have a fighting dog and you have a master that fights against that, uh, you know, the, the the dog is gonna retreat. You know, it's I not gonna fight against the master. I mean, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and tune in every other week to see what we have to say. Um, you can find us on social media. You can find Joey at Joey Gonzalez." 
Um, you can find me at Armando Ramirez underscore art, and you can find Danny at Imaginary Heroics. And you can find Plus Waco Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Plus Waco Comics. Excelsior. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> Throw a couple of them in there. Curse you, Richards. I don't know. <laughs>